Yizzo, 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 welcome back, welcome back, people. It's your host, King Devin. Just got finished watching the Sixers versus the Raptors. Sixers win 114-109. Joel Embiid had 36 points, 11 rebounds, another monster game from him. He just took advantage of the uh, opposition, as usual. But George Nian came off the bench. He scored 19 points off the bench. Um, Tobias Harris had an awful shooting game. He had an awful shooting game, but he did have his first career triple-double against this depleted Toronto Raptors team. The, the triple-double, let's start with that. The triple-double from Tobias Harris was much needed. He went 3 from 12 from the field. Uh, but he did a lot more. And he should have, and, and was rewarded with a triple double, and that was guaranteed. Uh, that was that was gra- uh, ga- gladly appreciated, I should say. But um, the triple double was ugly. It was very ugly, man. Like it, he he really needed to be more aggressive and and be more I don't know tough. That's the word tough because it was layups that he was. He got blocked, or he just went up too weak, and it, it was off the rim. It was it was times when he had the ball, and he was just stripped of the ball. He needs to be more tough. I don't think he's tough enough at all. Like the triple double would have been more meaningful if he scored six more points. If he scored thirty, like it'd have been more meaningful, and it'd be like, okay, well, Tobias came to play. One thing that Tobias did down the stretch that I liked was that he hit all six of his free throws down the stretch to put the game away for good. But overall, man, we need a lot more from Tobias Harris. I never felt, even even when Ben Simmons had triple doubles and he had his little 15, 10, and 10s or his 18, 10, and 10s, that was more impressive than this triple double. This triple double was just like, okay, like, you know, it's Tobias, but he's supposed to be our second player, and you're supposed to, you know, when Embiid is on a bench, and you get in with the with, with the bench um, squad, you're supposed to take over. You're supposed to not, like, you know, even if you're making plays for them, you're still supposed to take over, and you don't. You don't. You don't. I didn't even see you grab 10 rebounds. I didn't even see you be aggressive to the rim at all tonight. You took 12 shots. Tobias needs to be taking 20 shots again. 20 shots. Not overthinking it, not trying to play within the offense and things like that. And I think we do that a little too much. Tobias Harris is not that type of player to basically be aggressive and be like, you know what, I so this one is on me. We don't have him. We don't have a player like that yet. But Joel Embiid, the whole game, he was, he was putting his team on his back. He was putting his team on his back. At one point, um, Tyrese Maxey, Tobias Harris, and Seth Curry was 8 for 30 at one point. 8 for 30 shooting. And that's why I was like, you know, I'm tweeting. I'm like, yo, like, Joel Embiid needs help. He needs help. Because, yeah, when we're clicking, we we look like a team that can't 
can't be beat if we're clicking or hard to beat I should say but when we're sitting up here not hitting our shots and things like that and putting everything on Joel Embiid then we look like a team that's like we're desperate for somebody to come here the fact that we're sitting up here asking for help for Joel Embiid when we're paying somebody $180 million in a contract is beyond me the fact that we're asking for help for Joel Embiid and we're, we, we have shooters and things like that and I know it's been COVID I know COVID hit, hit us hard a couple times this season and injuries also but the fact that we're asking for help even with Ben Simmons not here it's beyond me. It's really beyond me playing against these undermanned teams when we know, you know, with our superstar and, 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 and the team hitting these shots or, you know, getting these ground out wins, we know we're better than this. We're better than this. And Dot Rivers, because it was a big, it's going to be a big story, but Dot Rivers set up there got a question from Keith Pompey. Shout out to Keith Pompey. Um, I didn't think it was a fair question. So Keith P- Pompey asked Dot Rivers, basically, you know, it was a close game and they were undermanned. Basically asking him, like, you know, why was the game so close? So Dot Rivers' response was, you know, you're going to ask us a question. Ask, well, ask me a question of us. Ask me a question about a win when we got the win but you didn't ask us these same questions when we were undermanned and things like that he said and I quote that that was a dumbass question Keith I don't think it was a dumb question because at the end of the day we're better than that and we as a team with championship aspirations we should be able to beat this Toronto Raptors team that was led by uh, Siakam and uh, shit, dude, dude from Naruto, and and, and, and dude, and, and another guy that looks like a, a Boondocks extra. Like, it's no way that their center was hitting so many goddamn three pointers because we 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 suck at perimeter defense. We suck there. We play so lazy. And down to our competition so much that we gotta make it a game. We gotta make it a game, regardless of who's playing. We could be playing against 2K21s or 22 rep, and we'll make it a game. We could be playing against people at McGonagall Hall, people down South Street, back back block, or on the street. We have to make it a game. Like, I really don't understand this at all. I really don't. But, shout out to Tobias Harris. Nevertheless, he got his first career triple-double tonight. I honestly was saying on Twitter that Ben Simmons put on a Tobias Harris mask because he wanted to play so bad. And basically, that's the game that we got from Tobias Harris. That was a Ben Simmons type game. A very Ben Simmons type game. Tobias Harris cannot really um, get to the 30 mark. 
I really believe that he's consistently between the 15 to 25 mark every game. He's going to get you that, and that's it. I want Joel Embiid to lift this team up. Everybody knows it was one. Everybody knows to, uh, Joel Embiid is going to get the uh, ball. Everybody know. And it was at one point that Joel Embiid was starting to get triple teamed. Like our center is getting triple teamed in this day and age, in this era of basketball. Our center is getting triple teamed. And then once once he was getting double teamed and triple teamed, nobody was cutting to the basket. It was only one play where Matisse cut to the basket. He loves that back backdoor um, baseline cut. And Joel Embiid found him. But, you know, Tobias Harris was one play. Joel Embiid, like, beamed the ball at uh, Tobias Harris because he wanted him to get engaged with the offense. And then that's when Tobias Harris drove and did this little weak-ass floater and got fouled. Yes, but Joel Embiid needs help. He can't do it all. Well, he can do it all, but he shouldn't have to do it all every play or the whole game to the point where he's losing energy and things like that. We're not going anywhere like that. This is why people are, well, like myself, I am too, is pushing Ben Simmons to get the hell out of here. Speaking of Ben Simmons getting the hell out of here, Jalen Brown, you know, something came up with the Celtics again. Al Horford sat up there and said that, you know, something has to get give. We got to make changes and we got to look ourselves in the mirror. Jalen Brown replied, basically, look in the mirror. Nah, we good. Things like that. So, I don't know if it's beef there or if it's something that was said in the locker room because they were having issues in the, in the beginning of the season in the locker room. And they basically saying that um, Jalen Brown and... Uh, well, basically, Jalen Brown doesn't fit in the offense because he's the weakest link. And, um, yeah. And then Joel Embiid was basically saying processing. So... He tweeted that. That's what he said. Joel Embiid tweeted processing. And I'm for Jalen Brown to come to Philly. I'm really, I really am who I'm not for. And I repeat, who I'm not for coming to Philly is Russell Wilson. Oh, no, Russell Wilson. What the hell am I talking about? (laughs) Russell Westbrook. I am not for Russell Westbrook coming to Philadelphia, especially after the games that he's been playing, including today. This dude can put up stats. He can put up stats. I'm not saying he's a stat chaser. Shout out to Carl Anthony Towns. You know, I know there's a lot of bashing to you, but I don't think that he's a stat chaser. He really wants to help his team win. The whole thing is that he's a virus on helping teams win. Let's just call it how it is. Russell Westbrook is a virus to teams. Think about it. When he's with the Thunder, James Harden, Serge Ibaka, Kevin Durant, all of them left. Yes, they were winning games, and yes, they were in the playoffs with just uh, Russell Westbrook and uh, Steven Adams. 
But he was causing them games also when when Russell Westbrook went to the Rockets. He was basically he basically lost them games. Like it's a difference between having Westbrook with James Harden on the Rockets and Chris Paul and James Harden on the Rockets. Chris Paul and James Harden on the Rockets almost beat the Warriors. They almost beat the Warriors. They took them to a game seven. Well, that's what I'm saying. That we really gotta look at who we could get for Ben Simmons and someone else because I know it's going to take another body and probably a possible pick because Ben Simmons hasn't played all year other teams are looking at we already know what he can do but other teams are looking at how he's acting and how you know his management is because it's not all about Ben Simmons it's all about what you're going to inherit in Rich Paul also with any team you could be desperate yes but you want to make the right decision to make help your team win because if the team's not winning and if we're if they're expected Ben Simmons to be who he is here plus more like we were then you're going to be in the same boat that we're in so a lot of teams are looking into that this is why it's so hard for Daryl Morey to get him off our books and also, Daryl Morey wants somebody of uh, all-star caliber or top 25 player, which I don't see that happening this year. But as the year go along, goes along, I really believe that Ben Simmons will be traded in the offseason. I really believe that we're going to know who we are going into the next season. So with that being said, they're going to take their time with Ben Simmons. They're going to take their time. We haven't heard any Ben Simmons, Rich Paul news, except for, you know, Rich Paul sitting up there saying that Ben Simmons deserves to be an all-star. He hasn't dribbled the basketball in in this season yet at all. But back to this game, man. This game shouldn't have been this close. I'm with Keith Pompey with that. I really believe that it was a lot of things that I didn't like. Um, Diable giving up an open three and dribbling the ball. Um, a lot of unnecessary turnovers. Um, I don't know what happened to Massey. Not Maxie, Massey. Um, B-Ball Paul was good. I love his energy. I always love B-Ball Paul's energy, but... Some some um, defensive game plays, um, he was getting beat. He was getting beat a lot. And he doesn't know how to hold on to rebounds. Maybe because he's small, like he's skinny. But I would prefer um, Massey in, um, in, 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 that, in that role tonight. But it was a good one. It was a good win. It wasn't a great one. Um, just happy that we pulled it out. And that's sad to say with, like I said, the dude from Naruto, what's his name, Watanabe, Watanabe or something like that, with him, him balling, um, Siakam had 28, he had 28 points, um, we, they didn't have Van Vliet 
they didn't have him. They didn't have majority of the they, their squad, and they still gave us a run. And that's spooky. Like I understand where though that you know it's teams that's on a down and out, so they lost players because they went to other teams and things like that. But like I said, it wasn't a dumb question by Keith Pompey. It was a fair question because we have aspirations of bringing the Sixers or the city of Philadelphia championship. And that's concerning. It has to be concerning. If we're just brushing it off and things like that, then we know the product that this coaching staff is trying to bring out to us fans. And it's unacceptable. It's really unacceptable. And we got to talk about the elephant in the room. We got to talk about the elephant in the room. The way Doc Rivers holds himself on, on interviews or in games, like you see him getting out of his chair on dumb stuff and things like that, he rarely, he rarely um, challenges. And he said that he has a guy, but he really, he rarely challenges, but he wants to get up out of his seat like at least 20 times almost pulling something and he just really he really he really needs to get back to championship coaching not teaching not teaching it's been hard I will give him this it's been hard this year because of the whole Delta variant and now the um, American American um, variant it's been hard for him really to, you know, keep lineups in and try to win games. But right now we need we need to shape up and we need to get back into these winning ways. Like we, we were just last year, last year we was just the number one seed of the East. You mean to tell me that with Ben Simmons out, we can't win games? We can win games. We can win games. It's a lot of things that's wrong. Like, number one, we keep Embiid up top of the key too much. Just like we keep Tyrese Maxey in a dunker spot like he's Ben Simmons. This dude is a fucking mouse in the house. He's a mouse in the house. And we keep keep him in the dunker spot all the time. And then... When he does get the ball, when he's on the key and to do something, he don't know what to do, especially in the half court. Like, his mindset in the half court is not like his mindset on a fast break. On a fast break, Tyrese Maxey could give you 20 to 30 points easily. Half court, he's overthinking it because the number one objective is to get the ball to Joel Embiid. But Joel Embiid needs help. He needs help, but it's somewhere that's that between coach, superstar player, and Tyrese Maxey, where it's still that they don't have, well, they know that Tyrese Maxey doesn't have that much confidence down the stretch, and we need him to, and we know he can, because he's done it, he's done it before, Tyrese Maxey overthought this whole game against the Raptors tonight. He really did. 
and I don't see him being very effective right now in the postseason. Yeah, he's a great, great, great regular season player, but in the postseason when shit slowed down and things like that, I really don't believe that he can sit up there and be like, yo, I got to get a, my team a bucket and get, get us a bucket. Not right now, unless, unless we trade Ben Simmons for someone and Tyrese Maxey, uh, another point guard, I should say. And then Tyrese Maxey comes off the bench. If he comes off the bench, then he can control the pace because that is his unit. I've been saying this. I've been saying this. Yes, I would love for Joel Embiid, Tippo, and Tyrese Maxey, Tippo to mesh well to the point where they know how to play with one another. But see, that's the difference between a Tyrese Maxey or Ben Simmons, things like that, and then a Joel Embiid. So Ben Simmons and Tyrese Maxey, they get played in the regular season because it's up and down the court, up and down the court, up and down the court. But in the playoffs, you gotta draw, you gotta, you gotta create plays, you gotta do things that you're not, you're not normally doing, and you gotta look out for different uh, coaches' uh, defensive schemes against certain players. And then, if we're relying on Joel Embiid to take the brunt of the offense, then they're going to double-team him. What are you doing on, on a half court besides causing uh, even double-teams? Are you causing turnovers? And it's not just Tyrese Maxey. Seth Curry does it at times. Um, Furkan Korkmaz does it at times. People just stands around, and, and that that is a no-no. That's a no-no. That's a no-no. But I am with Doc Rivers is that we won the game tonight, and it wasn't pretty, but we, we, we pulled through. Joel Embiid was in his MVP mode, hoping that he does this against the Nets too. KD and Kyrie will be back. And no, I don't think Kyrie will be back because – as it stands in New York, that he would need to be vaccinated, I believe. I believe so. I know, I know he's only doing like away games or something like that. But has as things going now, it looked like things is lighting up because now you only need five days to quarantine, and then five days wearing a mask. This is what they're saying. So just keep our eyes open on that. But our next game is Thursday against the Nets. And I'm looking for us to be aggressive. I'm looking for us to stand uh, stand our ground and not say, okay, well, it's KD and things like that because we know what he did when they came here. So, or last game, I should say. So, we need, we really need to, to, to step up, show out, show off and show out. And Joel Embiid needs to have a monster game because I don't think any of their big men can stick him could guard him at all and we need a monster game from our shooters our shooters need to be hitting these shots it was good to see Furkan Korkmaz this game against Toronto get back into a groove and hopefully that can lead into something special in the stretch of games um, Thursday would be our last game of the, of the year 
Um, we have Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off. And it would be our last ro- road game. I mean, road trip um, game. What was it, about three? Three straight. So, hopefully we can, we can actually um, come out on top against the Nets on Thursday. Thursday, I will be coming out with two podcast episodes. One for the Sixers and, of course, one for the Eagles and my predictions on the Eagles. Um, but if you're not following me on Twitter, it's at King underscore Devin. That's at King underscore Devin. I'm mainly on there talking my sports-ish. Um, Instagram, not so much. But if you do want to follow me on Instagram, it's uh, at King underscore Devin. Also, I'm the host with some Philly content. Until next episode, peace.